Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Doc Pandia, who joins us on Cleared to Play, special Thursday edition. I didn't know you did Thursdays, Doc. I thought this was the day you were having like pina coladas by the pool. So, uh, but, but here you here you are. Once a year. Yeah. Hey, hey will we know immediately... If it went to repair or reconstruction with Brock Purdy tomorrow? Uh, you know, I would assume, besides the obvious report that every surgery does that for a professional athlete, everything went great. Um, so I think it'll, they'll definitely probably say repair or reconstruction um, because, you know, that's going to really determine the timeline. And it'll be very clear what they did. So unless the surgeon, for some reason, or the team doesn't want to say the details, um, which I couldn't think of a reason why, I think we'll know um, what the general timeline timeline will be. Um, in terms of reevaluation and, and what they actually did during the surgery. Let's assume it's a repair and hope for the best, and the timeline is three months until he can throw and six months till he can play, but what are the initial, immediate first steps if he comes out of the repair tomorrow and it's a successful surgery? Yeah, you know, I think the key thing, just like before, where they're concerned about inflammation leading to stiffness, afterwards, the first thing you want to do the first six weeks besides pain control is get the elbow moving because... These first six weeks are about preventing that stiffness. So even though patients are usually braced, you'd really start working on that motion because that's really the opportunity where you can prevent stiffness, particularly with bending it fully and bending all the way back. So that first six weeks, you work on mobility, you work on getting the swelling down so you don't get stiffness that then prevents you from then moving on to strengthening and throwing. So initially, first couple of days, pain control, making sure he's okay, and you're getting in and really hitting that rehab hard. Um, to get that to get that mobility. We're hanging with Doc Pandia here. It is cleared to play. We take you inside the tent every week, get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay, and proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment, and it is Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery, Dr. Narav Pandia. Hey, did you see the Kevin Durant injury last night, and what do you think? I did, yeah. I mean, I, first of all, I just feel bad for him. I mean, he's, you know, unlike Clay, I mean, he's had kind of this huge array of injuries after his Achilles, but um, you know, everyone thought it looked like he slipped on the floor. When you kind of slow, slow motion the video, it actually looks like he just literally just twisted his ankle, not even from a slip. So um, clearly when you see it, it looked like a pretty bad sprain on the slow motion video. But apparently he was working out afterwards and then got some swelling. So they're clearly getting an MRI, I think, with his injury history. They're trying to just make sure there probably isn't a more larger ligament injury or maybe a high ankle sprain. Um, but just based on the fact that they're being this cautious and sitting him down, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a couple weeks. Um, it just, you kind of feel bad for him, you know, MCL and all this, um, and then potentially going into playoffs coming off an ankle. So I do think it'll be a couple weeks. Um, it didn't look like a, a kind of a minor ankle tweak. And um, anytime you hear swelling developing after an injury, you get worried about it. Yeah, just a freak uh, accident in the pregame warm-up. You hate to see it, especially with the Suns uh, coming to, to Chase Center for a big showdown with the Golden State Warriors. Will GP2 be able to to be a part of the return at any time soon. What do you make of them still slow playing his return to play? I think it's I think it's the right decision. I mean, I think his last game was February 8th, so he's kind of coming up to that one-month kind of reevaluation time point. Um, assuming, let's say, like his adductor soreness, which is what they're kind of concerned about, is it, getting better, 
I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing him doing some on-court work. Um, and then typically the ramp-up period for that would be kind of 10 to 14 days. So could we potentially see him play a couple of regular season games if his pain is getting better? I think that would make sense so he can get some regular season activity in before going into the playoffs. Um, but I wouldn't, you know, this is the time at which I'll probably release something about a reevaluation and hopefully he's progressing to being on the court. And that's really the key thing. I think if we see him on the court, I think he's pretty clear to then progress and play in the playoffs. If there's any bigger delay where they say, no, it's going to be another two, three weeks, then I get a little bit more concerned uh, about where how he's doing and where his standing would be for the playoffs. Doc, what do your eyeballs tell you now watching Steph Curry for a couple of games? He looks phenomenal. I mean, for an athlete who kind of has had this shoulder issue, this knee issue, foot issue last year, his ability to come back from injuries and get right back into a high level is pretty remarkable. I mean, honestly, the fact that we're not even talking about his knee injury, you know, game you know, game two, game three back really speaks volumes about how he's doing. So he looks great. He doesn't look hesitant at all. He's moving great. Clearly, his three-point shot has been affected. So um, all things point to this not being an issue for him for this, this injury that we really don't know much about and don't have much of a template to look back on. Um, he's clearly exceeded it and he's really taken a lot of worries, I think, out of a lot of us. Um, were, were unclear about how he would respond. Bit of a curveball. It was not Carlos Rodon won't be throwing a curveball, but uh, his injury cropped up with uh, forearm issues. And is, can this be a precursor to bigger issues with the UCL? Absolutely. Yeah, no, and it is something you definitely get concerned about because anytime there's any degree of overuse or something going on with mechanics, um, those forearm muscles start getting over, overworked. So a lot of times when we get pitchers who come in, before they have a UCL and you'll say, look, did you have any symptoms? And they'll say, well, you know, my forearm's been bothering me, my shoulder's been bothering me, my accuracy or velocity's gone down. So absolutely, that can be a precursor to something mechanical going on. So that's why a lot of times they'll shut these people down, make sure that's taken care of to make sure that there aren't leading to that UCL. So absolutely, it's something you want to be very cautious with as a pitcher. And absolutely, it can be a precursor to something going on with the UCL. Okay, Doc, this is a big moment. Uh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this for months. This is it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my first San Francisco Giants question of the year. Let's go. Come on, Doc. Hey, tell me about Michael Conforto coming off of shoulder surgery. Uh, what, What should we expect? Are we at a spot where he can be full go by opening day? Yeah, I mean, I think he's obviously had a very long time to rehab. Um, and, you know, obviously he's had issues with, with the shoulder on the other side. I think it was back in 2017. So he kind of knows the process. Uh, you know, clearly, you know, I think the batting and the fielding shouldn't be an issue. I think there was still a little bit of concern in terms of um, throwing really hard and diving on the shoulder. And I don't think that's necessarily a structural, structural issue. It's just he hasn't done it in a long time. Um, so I think that particularly over this first half, uh, you know, these kind of these next several kind of preseason games. Um, he should be looking good. He looks good in terms of the, the videos you see. So I don't think this should be a problem, particularly since he's dealt with shoulder issues before and kind of should know what he should feel like. So hopefully he's he's had enough time to rehab and he'll be uh, he'll be back and contributing. I think he, there's an exciting piece of the puzzle for the for the Giants. One more doc, and it's Austin Slater with elbow neuritis. Is that just nerve uh, inflammation? It is, yeah. It's funny, we're all becoming kind of experts with ulnar nerve issues with Ross Purdy kind of having similar symptoms. I think it's when you have athletes who play baseball, you worry about the ulnar nerve, which is that, you know, the funny bone nerve on the inside part of the elbow, and probably similar to what Brock Purdy was experiencing when he said he had tingling and pain. And the issue with that is that, number one, it causes discomfort. So um, it's very hard to throw effectively. And number two, it can also cause numbness, tingling, and weakness. So anytime you have a throwing athlete or an upper extremity athlete have that, um, then you basically want to shut everything down, 
um, to make sure that it doesn't become more chronic. Because once it becomes chronic, then it's like could be a three, four month thing. If you nip it in the bud early, it can be like one or two weeks. So um, number one, I think that's a little bit more reassuring. And number two, the other thing you have to make sure is that the ulnar nerve is right near the UCL. So you also, just like with the forearm, want to make sure that if the nerve's getting irritated, there's not something else structural going on that's kind of lingering in the background. So better to shut things down get a sense of where things stand and then make sure it doesn't, doesn't linger into the season. Okay, Doc, we're going to let you go because your ramp up for next week has already started. Uh, it's kind of like being on Monday night uh, in the NFL season. Like you, you need to be back on in six days. <laughs> Absolutely. And we know Draymond Green plays basketball tonight, Mark. Ah, there it is. Oh, yeah. So does Dylan Brooks. Uh, let's uh, find out what happens. Okay, Doc, thank you. <laughs> All right, take care, guys. Yeah. All right, there he goes. The proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.